Yeah. Consider, consider the honor. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, so we're gonna uh get it get right off into the topic of discussion, which is faith. Okay. okay. And um I know that you have uh some insight on that topic. I do, I do. I actually uh did a little a little research. Um I found in the Merriam Webster uh online dictionary the definition of faith they have two main definitions and they have two parts to each one the first one is alliance to duty or a person loyalty is the uh-huh. word after that the, that's a and b is fidelity to one's promises and two on the b on the b is sincerity of intentions and then they have a second definition primary definition and it has two parts uh, A and then a B A it says belief and trust in the loyalty to, and loyalty to God and the second one is belief in the traditional doctrines of a religion and on B it has two uh, first one is firm belief and something for which there is no proof and B is complete trust and uh, actually they have a, a third one which says something that is believed especially with strong conviction so that's Merriam-Webster's definition and of course my favorite reference, uh, rep, uh, definition is a biblical reference, uh, definition and they don't actually Define well. Actually, people say faith is the one thing that actually the Bible does actually define the word faith, and it's in Hebrews 11:1, 1, the main one, it says, "Now faith is confidence in what we hope for, and assurance about what we do not see." And that's in the NIV. Uh, of course, okay. uh, most people may be familiar with the King James, which is very similar, but it reads, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are, are familiar with that. And, of course, to me, the key word there is uh, things not seen, proof of things not seen. That is on the... Uh, well, the evidence of things not seen is on the uh, King James Version. And most, that's the, one of the major uh, stumbling blocks for most people when it comes to faith. They, uh, they don't like believing in stuff they can't see, which is kind of weird to me because they believe in Wi-Fi. They, we use that every day. We, they believe in cell phones. We're using that right now. They watch TV. Right. They use the, you know. Um, so there's a lot of things in our daily life that we don't see, but we believe in, you know. So uh, Absolutely. I, think that, I think that's a point that uh, a lot of people really, if you talk to the regular person on the street, they they don't realize that, you know. But 
Right. There's 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 another big major uh, issue with faith, with the people accepting faith, and uh, that's blind faith versus faith based on a sovereign God. You know, a lot of people that don't know much about the Bible or Christianity, they they think that all Christians uh, go by blind faith. Oh, they just go by blind faith. Whatever they say, they, they they. believe it, and that's not true because the Bible uses many different people to uh, demonstrate uh, that God has proved himself faithful. And, of course, most anybody, you know, I guess the majority of people know about, I think probably Abraham may not be the, the most familiar one, but it's pretty familiar, but a lot of people that don't even go to church know about David and Goliath. Almost everybody knows his story, how David defeated a giant Goliath, and he was just a young boy. And he did it based on faith because he believed. uh, I heard a a preacher, a minister say one day that where what, what David demonstrated was his faith that he took on Goliath not in his own strength. He took on Goliath in his faith based on God, the sovereign God, you know, because mm-hmm. if he had a, 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 if he had a, went down there to fight Goliath, a giant, and he's just a teenager uh, in his own strength, then he, it, it don't take a rocket scientist to figure out that a, a teenage boy going against somebody, uh, the giant is, is, uh, uh, most accounts say that 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 Goliath was nine feet nine feet tall, which is about two feet taller than Shaq Shaquille Neal. And I hadn't been right up to Shaq, but I know he's pretty pretty big. So any any yeah. anybody that wants to get into a life and death fight with someone that big, and they're just a teenager, they have to have faith in something greater than themselves, you know, that, that's a demonstration mm-hmm. of faith. And as most people know, David defeated Goliath, and uh, that is one of the stories in the Bible that I think is pretty familiar with most people. And, uh, of course, you know, a, a major problem with, with uh, stories in the Bible is a lot of people don't want to believe the stories in the Bible. You know, um, mm-hmm. a lot of people just think that that you know that's just too much to believe. But if you really break it down and you go all the way back and you say, well, you know, in Genesis, God created the universe out of nothing, and science hasn't proved that to be incorrect. You know, um, they know that the universe was created. They know that it is not eternal. So they know if if it was created, then somebody had to create it. You know, some atheists try to say, well, it created itself. Well, I'll, I mean, that's just irrational to say something created itself. That's like saying um, a mouse created itself. You know, right. I mean, it has to it has to it has to be a mouse to create a mouse. You know, it has to be something to create something. You know. It's just logically, you know, really poor argument. But anyway, uh, 
like I said, that's uh, uh, a lot of people just struggle. It's not a, it's not really a, a struggle because if you realize that God is a sovereign God, which means he can do anything, and he was before anything, he was before time, space, and, and, and the universe, he created that, then you know that it's not difficult for him to enable uh, a young teenager to beat a giant. It's not, it's not at all hard for him to have a man 100 years old impregnate a woman who's 80-something, 85 or 90, whatever. she was way up there, a barren woman at that, a woman who couldn't have kids when she was in her 20s, but uh, God promised Abraham that he would have a son, and he gave him a son. And that's why Abraham had faith in God, because he realized that, well, God had proved. He had proved to Abraham that uh, he he was God and that he he could do anything. And uh, mm-hmm. it just so happened uh, in the Bible, it also says that Abraham was considered righteous because he believed God. That's all Abraham did. He didn't do nothing else. He believed God, and therefore he was made righteous. And, you know, that I think says a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking, speaking of barriers, um, there is, um, like I said, unbelief, uh, not believing that God is able to do the things that he's that been uh, documented in the Bible is one of the first ones. Uh, self-centeredness is another big problem today that people don't have faith in God because they want to be in charge. They want to be in the middle of the circle, as my pastor said, and they want it to be all about them. They don't want to worship God because, to be honest, they're worshiping themselves. You know, uh, the, the Bible said that in the last days that men will be lovers of themselves. And we know, we know that we definitely in the last days because there's men, many men that are lovers of themselves. And another uh, major barrier is pride. Uh, pride is is believing in yourself. Oops, sorry about that. Um, pride is a is 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 a major obstacle, major obstacle, because it's having faith more faith in what you in yourself than you have in God. When you have an issue, you feel like you can handle it, and you don't need God. And uh, I I struggle with that myself, like a lot of people. I was taught at an early age that I'm responsible for Barry. I'm responsible for making making it happen for Barry and nobody else. Uh, and if I didn't do it, then it wasn't going to happen. And, you know, right. my mother feels that in me. And it, it to be honest, it, it uh, served me well. It served me well in my lifetime. I have had a very successful here. A career in life, uh, and it was because it was based on that. But the problem is when you live a life that's based on on yourself and believe, belief in yourself, which is nothing wrong with that, but it's, the problem comes when you have more belief in yourself than you have in God. And, and, and when you think that you did everything on your own strength, but you don't realize that God, don't, God is the one that gave you to the the physical ability 
to to get up and go to work to to, to do whatever you did and to become successful. God gave you the the physical ability to do it, the mental ability to do it, and uh, the the uh, internal fortitude to do it. You know, God gave you all of that. It wasn't it wasn't it, it wasn't you. And and that's where a lot of people get in trouble. And the more successful you are, the harder it is to accept the fact that you just didn't you, you didn't do it uh, on your own. You really didn't. Um, mm. I think I I use it. I, I I unfortunately use the example of Will Smith and Chris Rock incident that happened recently that everybody's been talking about. Uh, but Will mm. Smith clearly was in in pride. He was in pride. There's a lot of uh, you know, uh, write up that Will Smith believes he's a believer. Uh, there's also other write well, videos of him saying he wish he wasn't raised in the church, but he wasn't raised in the church. And I believe he is a believer, but I think that his pride is is uh, put God in 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 second place because. Mm-hmm. He felt like the, what Chris Rock said was enough for him to go up on national TV and walk up on this man and slap him, and uh, you, that that's pride. That's pride at work, you know, because I guarantee you, if he wasn't a major player in the in the movie industry like he is, he wouldn't have done that. You know, there's a lot. There was a lot of actors there. And Chris Rock has been in uh, he's been in uh, comedy for most of his adult life. Uh, he's 57. I don't know how many years he's been in comedy, but most of his life. And Chris Rock, uh, he he he's like a lot of comedians. He know how to heckle people. He knows how to uh, make fun of people. And I've seen him do much worse than that. And uh, nobody has come up there on stage and uh, you know assaulted him, but. That's what happens when you get in pride, and and I'm not judging Will Smith because I'm not perfect either, and I, you know, the 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 the, pro, the other problem with with well, there's a couple more, but the next problem I'm gonna talk about is being a Christian is not easy, and that's another uh, barrier because people want it easy. People want a YouTube short of the of the Bible, and they want to be able to pick it up just like that, and you know, go, you know, keep it moving. But um, it just doesn't work like that. You have to spend time reading the Bible. You have to spend time praying. You have to spend time meditating on verses. You have to allow the Bible to change you if you want to have faith. You know, you can't have faith if you don't change your renew your mind is what it is. And once you, you know, what people want, what people would love to have is to just say, I accept Jesus Christ and love my Lord and Savior. And then they just kick back and say, okay, I'm done. I did. I accept it. I'm good. I'm good. I don't have to do nothing else. And you are in a certain, in a certain respect, you are as far as your salvation. You have it. Once you accept Jesus Christ, you say it with your mouth, you believe it in your heart, and he died from the from the, uh, he was resurrected, and you're you're good. But there's more to it than that. There's more to it than that. You have to renew your mind. You can't renew your mind unless you 
spend time in the Word, listening to, to the Word, reading the Word, uh, meditating on the Word, uh, praying, and building a relationship with God because, you know, you, you, you know, just think of it like this. If everybody grows up with a parent, not everybody, most people grow up with a parent and you, primarily your mother, you know from, you know, your birth, she's always there and you're very comfortable with her. Most people, uh, they'll ask their mother things they won't ask a stranger on the street, you know. Because guess what? They have a relationship with her. They've had one with her since they've been alive, you know. Uh, if you're fortunate like yourself, your mother is still here. You hadn't had a day on this earth without your mother being here. Uh, I right. can't say that. I can't say that. And But I can say that there's a distinct difference when, when, when your mother is gone. I can tell you that. Because you are entering a, a, a time in, in your life that you've never experienced. So it, it, to say it's not traumatic is it, it's something wrong. If it, if it ain't traumatic, it's something wrong. You know, but I can guarantee you, most of us, it's a traumatic day. It definitely was for me. And uh, I don't want to dwell on that too much because, uh, you know, it can be emotional. But, but, the, but the deal is, you have to build a relationship. You know, you can have faith in you have faith in your parents. That's a point I was trying to make. You have faith in your parents because you know your parents. You have a relationship with your mother. You know, if you don't have a relationship with God, then it's kind of hard to have faith in somebody you don't know. You know, you know, and that's that's a major obstacle, a major barrier to most people uh, nowadays. They don't want to take the time to build a relationship with them, and you have to do that in order to real, really have faith. Plus, renewing on your mind is a process of reading the Bible, like I said, and allowing the Word of God to change you because there's a difference between knowing a Bible verse, being able to say Second uh, Timothy 1 and 7 uh, reads, uh, God did not give me the, give us the power of, God did not give us the uh, spirit of fear, but of power, love, and presence of mind. It's one thing to state a, a, a scripture from memory, and it's another for that scripture to change you. You know, and to change you means that yeah, you know the scripture, but when fear comes on you, you have to deal with that fear as a result of knowing what that scripture as a result of that scripture changing you. So that when you get fearful, you immediately stop and say, well, you know, because emotion comes on you, you can't stop it from from coming on you. But a situation come up and fear come on you and you you, you, you catch, you pause, and you say, wait a minute, this, this I know from, from studying the Bible and, and the first, second Timothy 1 and 7 that this fear is not of God. Fear did, did not give me the God did not give me the spirit of fear, you know. So I'm not going to I'm going to reject this this spirit of fear, and I'm going to believe that uh, God. I'm going to have faith that God is with me, and whatever this situation that I'm looking at or I'm feeling, I'm I'm going to lean on my faith 
and stand on my faith in God being a good God and an all-powerful God and a God that's bigger than whatever is giving me this fear. So that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's really the essence of faith. Faith is, is, is something that gives you the ability, changes, it gives, the word changes you to give you the ability to stand on your faith and, and like the similar to the dictionary definition you you have uh you have uh belief and trust and loyalty to God. You have that because you you read the word and you believe the Bible, what it says about God and the Bible says that God is faithful. God is faithful. <clears throat> he was so faithful that he gave his only son to come down here on this earth and die for all our sins. So, like I said, I pray for Will Smith because clearly he, uh, he, he he's a troubled young man, and I, I, I pray that, you know, he's gonna, he will um, get secure in his, in his faith which is what he needs because, you know, if you're a Christian, a mature Christian, and you just don't do stuff like that, you know. Um, right. When people say something against you or do something against them, you forgive them. You forgive them because I'm pretty sure that Will Smith is not above saying things about other people, and I'm pretty sure that Will Smith has probably done worse than that and needed forgiveness. And that's the key. When you when somebody does something to you, you can forgive them because you're forgiven. You know, it doesn't matter mm. what it is. You, you forgive them because you've been forgiven. And anybody who say they ain't been forgiven, then they just lying. You know, <laughs> they just got right. a lying spirit in them and need to be cast out. That's, that's what my pastor said, you know. But uh, I'm not a, I'm not, a pastor. I haven't been to seminary school, but I have a PhD in the school of life, and I know how difficult life is without God. Because most of my life, I I've always believed, but I hadn't. I wasn't raised in the church, and so I really did not uh, live in a godly manner for the majority of my life. But that set me up. The great thing about that is, though, when you've been down the wrong path, when you finally get on the right path, it's so you can tell immediately that you're on the right path. And if you if you apply yourself, then you're going to uh, get to a good place. It's just like an analogy I like of walking on the ice, a frozen lake. There was a frozen lake in my neighborhood, and me and my little brother, used to go to my grandmother's house and we could go down the street and around the lake or we could cut across the lake. But, of course, us being little boys and being adventurous, it was just too tempting to go around the lake when we could go across the frozen lake. So we would go across the lake, and every time we'd get about three-quarters of the way or in the middle of the lake and we start hearing cracking. And as soon as we start hearing the cracking, we just start running because we just got, it would scare us. And uh, we always made a cross. Fortunately, we never fell in. But 
it was you know it was just kids being kids. But to me, that walking on that walking on frozen ice and not knowing if it's going to give way is like living without God. And then I contrast that to walking down a a nice concrete manicured garden with beautiful flowers and everything. That's a life with God. You know, to me, mm-hmm. I know the difference. I know the difference. I don't have no, uh, I don't have to imagine. I know it very, very well that life is hard without God. It, it, it's almost impossible, you know, without God. But uh, it, it's mm-hmm. just better. It's just better, you know. And why someone would want to live without God, I mean, I, I named all the different reasons, you know, but it, it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard to make the transition. It's hard to uh, change your mindset from where you used to be to, to being a believer and, and putting your trust uh, and, and, and having faith in God. It's, it's, it's not an easy thing because most of us, we're just not uh, comfortable you know, and, and as you know, comfort is, is is very important to most human beings. That 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 you know, kind of how how we uh, are developed in, in in this world. You know, as as human as human beings, and in the physical world, we have our senses, and so we learn from a child to use our senses, and so that means that comfort is something that. Uh, we seek, and easy is something that we seek. We 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 gravitate toward the easy way of doing things. You know, we're not going to go the and, and try to. We don't do make things hard, but really we do make things hard. You know, because living without God, I can't think of anything you can do to make life harder than that. But a lot of us think that it's easier than reading the Bible, and I'm not, you know, that's not easy. I'm not saying it's easy, but it's like anything else. It's like anything else in life. If you do it and you spend the time, you know, then uh, you, you'll, uh, it'll get easier. It's like going to the gym. When you go to the gym the first time and you ain't been in a couple of years, oh, it's hard. It's hard. But if you go, be consistent. Start going three times a week or every day, whatever you you know you can do, and you consistently do it. Then guess what? It gets easier. You know, it gets easier. And um, building your faith and believing in God—that's that's, that's um, one of the uh, major uh, requirements. That's 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 mm-hmm. it's required. It, it's no it's no easy way to do it. Um, but I read a book, uh, Atomic Habits, that's a really good book, and it talks about starting new habits and how you can do things to make it easier to start a, a new habit. And uh, it, it definitely is something that that a lot of people would benefit from if they're starting out in in their walk with God. Because you you got to put in the time, you got to put in the work, um, and it's not it's not easy. Oh yeah, it's not easy. oh yeah. But 
Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a ongoing marathon. Yeah, you're right. And you know, uh, this guy, this guy Andrew Walmack, he makes a pretty good analogy about your walk with God. He says an airplane is able to override gravity with thrust from the engine. And he said, our walk with God is just like a, a jet airplane flying. As long as it keeps them, them engines keep going and, and, and giving it thrust, then they'll, it can defy gravity and fly, you know, no matter, you know, matter how big it is. But as soon as them engines stop, he said, you're going to start, the, the plane's going to start heading down, descending. And long, the longer the engines are stopped, then the, the, the more, you know, it's going to eventually hit the ground. And he said, that's the way you're walking Christianity is. It's the same thing. You have to continue to put in the time, put in the work, and, and reading the word, meditating on the word, listening to the word, you know, listening to good preaching, uh, true gospel cr- preaching, in order for you to the the to, to stay, uh, you know, as a Christian to be uh, secure in your faith, you have to keep keep it up. Yeah. You can't stop. Yeah. And and, and yeah. a lot of people don't want to do that. A lot of people don't want to do it. There's so many distractions now. There's so many distractions. You know, you got uh, Instagram, you got Facebook, you got uh, YouTube, you got, you know, TikTok, you know. I mean, it, you know, there's so many distractions, and all of them are entertainment. They, 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 they make it attractive because guess what? It's It's... Uh, makes money, you know, and we live in a capitalistic country, and that means it's about making, it's about the Benjamins, as they say, you know, it's about making money. Uh, that's what this country is, was built on, but it was also built on a, a Christian foundation. That's what, that's the foundation democracy was built on, and a lot of people think that uh, that that. Chris, that Christian foundation is is not necessary, but it is. It is because without that, this country can't survive. You know, and uh, but because it's set up where people can be free to do whatever they want, then you have that right to be as stupid as you want to be. You know, mm-hmm. uh, that's, you, you have in this country, you have that right. If you just want to be, you know, do everything you can think of wrong and and, and and unproductive, then you have that right. But you also have a right to do something productive. You have a right to uh, be a good citizen and uh, believe in God. Believing in God is, is I think, a very huge uh, tool uh, it, it's 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 needed. It, you know, I look at like the other day I was driving home and I got this in my mind. People that say, you know, they don't want to follow rules and there's too many rules and they can't tell me what to do. Those same people expect those rules to protect them because I guarantee you, if they have anything, they don't want somebody to come and take it. And if there's no rules, then there's no reason why someone can't just come and take 
take their stuff. Totally, they totally, yeah, totally barbaric. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And and I was driving home, and I was looking at, I was at a traffic light, and I said, people that say that they shouldn't have to follow the rules and, and God got too many rules, I don't want to believe in God because he got too many rules. Well, if there was no rules, there wouldn't be any, it wouldn't be any uh, way that we could drive down the road because you could drive, people could drive on any side they want. It wouldn't be a rule that says you have to drive on the right side of the road. So, you know, a society can't function without rules. And anybody that proposes that there's, there's no need for rules, then they, they're just they're just wrong. They're just wrong, and they're living in a fantasy world, you know. And that's why when people people try to uh, uh, push the the thought that there's no God and man doesn't need a God and the universe created on its own and 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 man is, is moral man is moral moral by itself. You don't need you don't need somebody to to be to, to give him morals. Well, if that was the case, then uh, bad stuff wouldn't happen. You know, the Holocaust wouldn't happen if man has his own rules because uh, clearly Hitler didn't didn't feel uh, feel like he was doing anything wrong by killing millions of Jews, which, you know, of course that yeah. was wrong. Of course that was wrong. Uh, yeah. Going back to Will Smith, you know, he didn't see nothing wrong with what he did at the time. I, I right. think uh, I've heard. That he has since apologized, but I don't know. Yeah, I, really I read, he, yeah, I already apologized several okay, times. Okay, well that's good. Well, that's good. And I think he, good. I think it, I, I think the enemy attacked him like Denzel was explaining to him. Yeah, attacked yep. him a weak yep. movement. You know? Yeah, and yeah, um, I thought, yeah, and I thought that was so good that Denzel said that because he was act absolutely on point. When you're at your highest. That's when the devil coming yeah. at you, you know. That's when it, because he yeah. know you, you a prime target, you know. When you head to the top, you a prime target because you feeling yourself, you know. And pride uh, yeah. to get you every time. Pride to get you every time. The uh, Bible says pride comes before the fall, you know. But I heard uh, uh, Paramount Pictures pulled out of a deal with Will that he was back in this movie, and he pulled out a the uh, Paramount pulled out. Because after the incident with uh, Rick, Rick, uh, Chris Rock. So, you know, like mm-hmm. I said, I'm going to pray for the brother because, you know, I, I, I like him as an actor. I don't agree with his, his uh, much else besides uh, his acting, but that's okay. I don't have to. You know, he's not, he doesn't have to uh, get my approval, and I know that. But I know that, I also know that when you, have the kind of power and the kind of money that he have, it'll make you it'll make you do crazy stuff. It'll make you do crazy because the devil, he, hey, like I said, he 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 got you in his sights, boy. He got you in his sights, and he got all of us in his sights. But I think uh, high profile people is just like uh, similar to um, pastors. Uh, they have a a higher priority with the devil because if he can get them, then he can get a lot of other folks with him, you know. So 
Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a difficult, it's a very difficult uh, job to be a public figure and, and believe, believe in God. But this, this he, he does a good job of it. And I I give him, I give him uh, a lot of, a lot of accolades for for that because you know we know that Hollywood is 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 not exactly a a, a belief based system. It's it's entertainment, and they uh, they promote a lot of things that are against God. But you know that's a subject for another day, of course. Yeah, <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I think that um, faith is faith is is very very important, and uh, it's it's accessible. It's not it's not automatic. You can't buy it. You know, <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter right. how much money you got. You know, you can't buy it. So, but it's accessible. And, and God created it, the system, uh, uh, the way it is, because he knew that was the best. And he didn't try to make it. People misunderstand. They think that everything is easy is better. It's not. It's, it's not. You know, it, you know, it, some things. Yeah. You had to. You had to. You had to put in put in the work to get it. And. Uh, you know, believe it or not, I think the things we work hardest for are the things that matter the most to us. And uh, there's nothing more important than your faith in God. There's nothing more important that uh, we need, uh, over, you know, over faith, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because uh, mm-hmm. a pastor said the other day, our belief system, people, people, and I, this is so true. People look at our behavior, and they judge people on their behavior, and they try to get different system to change people's behavior. But they don't. But they don't understand that our behavior is a result of our belief system. So you have to fix the belief system first before you can fix the behavior. You know. Yeah, because. Our our behavior is a result of what we believe. You know, if we believe, yeah. we have faith in in the Almighty Dollar, then we going our behavior is gonna reflect that. You know, and right. uh, once again, that's a prevalent uh, belief in this country because a a lot of our uh, uh, entertainment, a lot of things that we see here. Uh, is is saying to us, if you are famous, if you have money in this country, then you're gonna be happy, and that's just not true. It's just not true. We we've, we've we've seen that played out many times. People with money, more money, and more fame than than the majority of people, and they take their life. You know, I just saw the other day where that guy. Uh, Bordeaux, I can't think of his first name. He took his life, and he had a TV show uh, uh, series for years where he was just traveling around the world 
uh, trying different food, eating different food, traveling around the world. That's his. That's what he was doing, and he was very, very successful. Very successful. I watched mm-hmm. his show a, a bunch of times. The president was on his show. The president, President Obama, really? was on his show. Huh? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's how. That's how big he was, and he took his life. You know. So wow. what does that tell you? That te- that's clearly uh, 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 tells us that doesn't matter how much money you have, doesn't matter how much fame you have, you know, uh, you can't, you're not going to find happiness in that, you know. God right. created us that's to true. worship. God, God created us to worship him. And uh, you can have everything else, but if you ain't got that, you ain't going to be happy, you know. You, you just, but like I said, in our country, from a child, we are taught that you know, hey, if you have this much money, if you have this car, if you have this house, if you have uh, success, a successful career, if people respect you, then you will be happy. And I can tell you, I had all of that, and I wasn't happy. I was miserable, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, as as a result, you 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 know you do you do uh, crazy things, you know when you when you when you're miserable, you know because mm-hmm. you you work so hard. I heard someone use the analogy that you work your whole life to climb up the ladder of success, and then when you get to the top, you get on the roof and there's nothing up there. <laughs> you know, and, you know that's that's a. Uh, analogy for for life uh that's not god centered if you don't have a god centered life then that's that's what you have and i thought that was just a great a great analogy for it because i lived it i lived it and i know that's exactly what it is um but um yeah you know it, it's not easy faith is it's not easy but it i i know that it is worth more than anything you can buy or or, or you can uh, acquire in your life. You know, it's it's worth more than that. And uh, so, wow. You know, that like I said, I, I've been there. I lived it. I didn't read about it. I didn't watch a movie. I didn't watch a TV doc documentary. You know, I lived it, and that's why, you know, I I know, I know that, you know, wow. you got, you need God, you need God, you know, because if you don't have nothing else but him, then you're going to be fine. If, if, if you, but you can have everything else and not him, and you won't be fine. You know, you won't be fine. So well, he's, he's sovereign, you know. Yes, he and, is. Um, yes, he is. Not all by himself. All you know. by all by himself, and he don't need nobody's oh, help. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. That is. Uh, yes. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say. Uh, you know, if you finish, we. Uh, I'm gonna invite you back. Uh, yes. Yes. This can use another episode on faith. I think you well, made some very hey. good point. Well, I, I, I really, I really was 
excited about coming on to, tonight, and I really mm-hmm. felt like God was going to say something through me, and that's that's all I tried to do. Definitely, definitely uh, had. Yeah, because he he gets to all the glory. Like you said, he is sovereign, <laughs> and uh, I know that. Uh, yeah. But you know, it's all about him. It's all about him. He gets all right. the glory. So well, thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. So much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And I would love to come back because I would like to touch on some other subjects and uh, even this subject again if you want to. But I, I, I'm sure that there's other subjects we can discuss. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a pleasure every time you come on, Mr. Biz. Well, thank you. And uh, thank you for coming on InterVision, uh, Divine Purpose. All right. All right. Well, thank you for having me, and I look forward to coming coming back on again. Okay. Well, enjoy the rest of your evening. All right. I will. And you too, sir. <laughs> you too, sir. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. On faith. Hmm. That's a heavy subject. And there's so many things that distract us um, now into looking within ourselves to realize and uh, understand what we truly, truly believe at our core, what are our core values, what is our inner vision. And um, that's why these discussions are so important. And it's uh, such a blessing to have the opportunity to share. Well, this concludes another episode of Inner Vision Podcast Divine Purpose. I'm your host, Apex Divine.